Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Two Big Topics podcast. It's Stacy. It's Clayton. This is the third take of our intro because we keep fucking it up. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I screwed up the first time. I you screwed did up the second, second time. One, yeah. So hey, third time's a charm, right? Uh, the topics today on the podcast. I'm dissecting the pumpkin spice latte phenomenon. On the air, I called it the Nickelback of flavors, and you'll see why. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the second topic today. I'm talking about eating in the car. Might even throw in a silly draft at the end. We'll see. A spur-of-the-moment draft. We have no research, no topic. Maybe we just randomly throw in, like, a TV show or a movie draft, a very vague, obscure draft. Okay. A vague, obscure draft. Hot start, Clayton. Should we redo the intro again? No. Fourth time's the charm? No, I got places to go. You actually do. I got nothing going on. I got a murder (laughs) mystery party tonight, actually. Oh, that's right. At 8. I can't wait to hear about that. Yeah, let's wrap this up, shall we? We only have 11 hours. Right? (laughs) Um, okay, pumpkin spice latte. By the way, uh, usually in the past, Stacy was in like another room, like the, the yeah. sound booth is what we call it. Mm-hmm. Me and Stacy are about like a foot and a touch. half away from each other. We're holding hands right now. Yeah. I don't like it. It's weird. It's, we're way too close. <laughs> I'm really, I'm moving away from you as we speak. It is I'm kind very of uncomfortable. But yeah, pumpkin spice okay. latte, your thoughts. Pumpkin spice latte, um, was it Thursday, 24th? Was the day that it was released Mm -hmm. to Starbucks, obviously, um, restaurants. And it's a big deal because it's the 20th anniversary as well Mm -hmm. for the pumpkin spice latte. And every time this happens, you know, a lot of people get really excited about it because they love the pumpkin spice latte or they love everything pumpkin spice or they love fall. And then people get on their backs because they don't and they love to hate on pumpkin spice lattes or the pumpkin spice flavor. They don't let they don't like people enjoying things. Well, yeah, and I think like I actually did some research into this and I read that somebody said pumpkin spice lattes and the phenomenon around it is about sexism, class anxiety, and our collective skepticism on savvy marketing. Well, obviously. I mean, and that's so true because there is a huge stereotype. I, I was just being sarcastic there. I, it was not obvious. Like, come on. But it is because um, so many people, when they think of pumpkin spice lattes, they're like, oh, a girl with tall boots, a scarf, standing in a field, holding on her latte. And I was going to say scarves is the first thing that comes to mind. I have yeah. no idea why. When I think of pumpkin spice lattes, I think of scarves. And it's ridiculous because I know a number of guys who love pumpkin spice lattes. It's not just a 30-year-old woman with boots who likes pumpkin spice lattes. So stop doing that. That's sexist. Easy Um, over there. Someone's getting fired up. I am. Wow. And then the class anxiety. You don't even like pumpkin spice that much. Like... Shut your dirty mouth. Well, you're not like one of the... I'm not obsessed, Exactly. pumpkin pie is the best pie. You're not like an Instagram story pumpkin spice fan, where every single time you get something pumpkin spice, you're going to the Instagram story, I'm obsessed, right? You're just a casual pumpkin spice fan. Yeah. There's like three tiers. I'm Sure. But that also, what you just said there, the, you know, posting on social media feeds into that whole thing too. The whole, you know, in your face, it's like... I need to let you know that I like this and I need to let you know that now it's fall mm-hmm. and there's all these dumb things associated with it. I you do have to give Starbucks credit though too because they have marketed the shit out of this product. Yes. Oh yeah. And all they did was take a flavor which is pumpkin spice and it's delicious mm-hmm. and it is very fall centered. That's another reason I did found out with my research um that people were so nostalgic about it too was in 2008 uh, there was a big push on like Thanksgiving during the recession and like what makes you feel good. And it was pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah. So Starbucks was like, okay, let's keep going with this. Mm-hmm. And they did. Um, the other thing 
I thought was interesting is Starbucks thought that the beverage was so dominated by the pumpkin spice flavor that they didn't want to actually put it out because it would make their coffee look bad. And then someone's like, no, I think we should run with it. And they did. And it turned out to be like the best selling flavored coffee of yeah. Starbucks ever. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's a big deal. I like pumpkin spice lattes. But I'm in like that third tier, right? Well, yeah. I'm not like, I'm not going out of my way to get one. I might have one or two a year and mm-hmm. it's a fantastic treat, right? It is. But I think people just love to hate the popular thing. And once it got super popular and once it was like Kit Kat pumpkin spice and Pringles well, see, pumpkin spice, once it started what... getting that way, it mm-hmm. was like, okay, how can we make fun of this? Well, because that, it took it out of hand. Mm-hmm. Like, Pumpkin spice has been around forever. It's cloves, aniseed, and cinnamon or something that make up the the flavors. Mm -hmm. But then once Starbucks jumped on it and it became so popular, then everybody and their dog, there was spam that was flavored like pumpkin spice. Like, come on. Both the food and the email. You open up a spam email. It just smelled like pumpkin spice. They have smell technology coming through screens now. It's amazing. Uh, But I agree. Like, pumpkin spice, it's cool to hate the the cool thing. Mm -hmm. And it's cool. And it's delicious. Like, there's a reason it's popular and cool. It's delightful. Yeah. It, it tastes exactly like autumn right. in a cup, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, it, I hate to admit it, but it's just, it's a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. And it used to be like a couple weeks they had pumpkin spice, then a month. It's going to turn into a year-round thing. No. It's got to be a year-round thing, I no. think. No. I, again, in my research, I can't believe how much I learned about Your this. Your research. So you said research more in the last 10 minutes than you had I'm, in like four years. I want people to know I'm educated on this subject. Um, Starbucks also, because of, like, you know how when you have a treat at Christmas time, mm-hmm. you're like, Mom, why don't you make poppycock all the time? Well, because, Stacey, then it wouldn't be special. Starbucks, as much as they are capitalizing on the pumpkin spice, mm-hmm. they have to still make it exclusive. They want you to want it, so they can't have it in the spring. But they're also edging it, like, August 24th. It's so mainstream now, though, that it's not even special. Like, it's almost lost the the specialness already. No, because they take it away for a while. Yeah, but it's around for so long that, like, you barely miss it. But in May, when you're like, oh, I wish I had a pumpkin spice latte, you Oh, if I had one. a nickel. Oh, if I had a nickel, right? So they have some kind of, like, like K-cups and stuff like that. Like, they have pumpkin spice oh, yeah. available. Like, you can buy it at home. You can figure it out if you really want to. The other thing that was interesting, too, is that people get so bent out of shape over pumpkin spice when Starbucks has, like, 85 other stupid coffee things where it's, like, apple cripple pumpy nuts. <laughs> apple cripple pumpy nuts. Apple Cripple Pumpy Nuts. <laughs> I got to try that one out. Sorry, I'm just going to... It's gonna... so good over ice. So is that pumpy with two E's or a Y? I just want... I'm writing it down because oh, I want to get yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Don't be a dick. What um... kind of nuts are in there? <laughs> are they hazelnuts? What? I think hazelnuts would be really well with the... You know, the, it probably uh, would. Apple with the, with the crippled apples. What makes yeah. the apples crippled, by the way? <laughs> they fell off the tree, well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> They can't roll. Okay, what I'm trying to say is Starbucks has so many other ridiculous, actually ridiculous yeah. flavor combination drinks. Why don't people pick on those ones? Like the purple one they had for a while. It was oh, like uh stupid. It, was, it wasn't even like Saskatoon like, berry flavored no, or anything. It was, it was unicorn. It was purple. Something. Yeah, it was unicorn purple flavored. Ugh. Almost as stupid as that. Those are dumb. Apple let's, cripple one they got let's going on. Give the pumpkin spice latte a break. Well, That's all the, I'm saying. Like I said, it's the Nickelback of flavors. Pumpkin spice yep. has had the same kind of timeline as Nickelback, right? Early 2000s. That's mm-hmm. when pumpkin spice kind of started coming around, right? And it was like, okay. It was like the how you remind me phase of pumpkin spice. It was like, I like these guys. They got a hit. Had a hit in their hands. I want to see more. Yeah. And then you saw more. 
It went from like a week of pumpkin spice lattes to about a month and a half, two months of pumpkin spice lattes. That was like the the photograph rock star right. era for pumpkin spice latte, right? They're getting popular there. They're getting number one hits, right? And then all of a sudden it gets too popular and too cool yep. and overplayed and overdone and people start making fun of it. That's exactly what happened to Nickelback. That's exactly what happened to pumpkin spice latte. Oh my God, the correlations are uncanny. What about Nickelback now though, Stacey? Because in the past year... Which band has had this big resurgence in popularity? Well, Nickelback. They, that documentary's out? Right? It was so popular <gasps> to hate Nickelback that hating Nickelback became the popular thing. So to- hating, hating Nickelback then became the thing to do. Right. Same with pumpkin spice lattes. Everyone was making fun of them four or five years ago. No one makes fun of them anymore. It's just like, yeah, they're here. They exist. Good for them. Got to give them credit. I don't know. I don't think we're quite at that phase yet. No? I feel feel like people still like to hate on pumpkin spice lattes. I see a lot less of it. We used to do it all the time. Like when we first started. When we we still kind of didn't know each other. We had to rely on like, you know, like headlines and stuff. It was like, oh, pumpkin spice butter and Skittles. What's next? (laughs) Pumpkin spice wheat thins. Actually, those. that wouldn't be that bad. Can I also just quickly add in my research, <clears throat> I found out. It's the seventh research bomb you've dropped. <laughs> that, because I remember my first pumpkin spice latte was in 2004. I was living in Calgary. I tried it. I was like, this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I love it. In 2015, they actually changed the recipe mm-hmm. and included pumpkin. Crazy I don't know if it's thought. like dried powder or whatever. Yeah. The initial drink was just like sugars and spices. Yeah. In 2015, they mm-hmm. added pumpkin to it, and I could tell. I was like, these don't taste as mm-hmm. good. See, people remember their first pumpkin spice latte. Mm-hmm. Much like Nickelback, they remember the first time they heard how you remember. You know, cat's a stretch. Well, it's fine. I appreciate- it was 2002 on my way home from Harold the Trace Arena with my dad. <laughs> it was a sunny day. <laughs> 17 degrees. Um, uh, I do. I love the Nickelback correlation, though. That is, it's very true. People did, love. Well, to hate you were it. making fun of me while I was doing it. So, did you really like it? I do. Just getting revenge for me with I the. I just uh, like making fun of you. <laughs> um, apple crippled pipple. What was it? Apple crippy. <laughs> apple cripple. Apple cripple. Uh, pumpy. Pu- puppy nuts. Pumpy. Pu- not puppy nuts. Pumpy nuts. But also pumpy nuts. <laughs> Stacy, what are you doing? Anywho, eating in the car. What about it? Um. I'm a fan. I know a lot of people. Like, there was that episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine when uh, Santiago gets a car, mm-hmm. and Jake has the donuts in there, and eats it, and oh. it gets everywhere, right? Uh. Obviously, yeah. If you're, like, certain foods you don't eat in the car. Soup. Well, if you're sitting, it's fine, but exactly, if you're driving. Right? See, there's two different types of eating in the car. There's eating in the car while you're... Actually, there's three different types of eating in the car. There's eating in the car on the highway. There's eating in the car, like just driving around town, and then there's just while you're parked. Okay. Eating in the car while you're parked, I love it. I love it as long as there's no one beside you. Like in the parking lot, if you have like four or five spots of great, like no one can see. I don't want people to see me eating in the car. Why don't, no one wants people to see you eating in the car because I think they just jump to conclusions. They're like, oh, that person must be sad. They're eating alone in their car. It's like, no, this is the best part of my freaking day. Like, I'm getting some me time. I'm listening to some podcasts. I'm having an awesome time here. I'm enjoying some chicken fingers. Like, that's the other thing. When I was doing these food quests, these, these like, pizza quests, oh, these chicken yeah, finger yeah. quests, right? 
if it was busy in the place I was going to, I hated doing them in the place. Because well, you're recording. Because I'm on my phone and yeah. I'm doing selfies while eating chicken fingers. I look like a douche. Like, I look like such an influencer douchebag who's there to just get free food. I believe the term is douche canoe. But first of all, I'm not there to get free food. I've always paid with mm -hmm. my own money. That's not a company thing. It's my own side thing. So I don't want people to think that I'm just influencer Magoo. I'm here because yeah. I get views, and, so you were which I do. Hiding in your car. But I go, sometimes I'd be like, I'd get the plate, and I'd be like, can I just have this to go? And then they'd bring me the box. i put it all in the box, and i just go eat it in my car. Yeah. Just shame tendies in my car. <laughs> shame. And sometimes I would even, like, if the cars were beside me, I would just drive to, like, another parking exactly, lot. Exactly, because you don't alone. want people to see you. And I love it, though. But once you're alone, once you have the perfect setup of eating mm. in your car, it's great. It's great. See, and for me, because I'm a little uh, OCD clean freak, mm -hmm. I just don't, like the mess, the potential mess of eating in the car. Okay. And can, also, it's always quick, to, as long as you're on it. As long as after every time you eat in the car, you do like a quick like lettuce check or fry check or something like that. See, but that just already gives me anxiety. And I also don't like the fact that like, I like to put my food on a table because I don't want to put the fries in the cup holder and hold the drink. Like, I just... Ugh. It's not like a five-star meal. It's usually like Subway or McDonald's or something, right? Like, it's not, you don't need tables for that. It's very convenient. Also, too, when we were talking about this on the air, one huge controversial take I had, the garbage area in your door, like it's, on the inside of your door. No, it's great storage for eating in your car. You can have snacks in there. You can, you can, it's for good garbage. for fries. If you have a large fries, it's a good little storage there for there, too. I don't want to reach. I don't want my fries to be in the door. That's yeah, so It's very convenient. Only. And now, here, now, okay, so now we can agree. Eating in the car when it's parked, not bad. But when it's driving, it becomes an art. First of all, Pretty sure it's not legal. It is not good. It's called distracted <laughs> Pretty driving. Pretty sure it's not legal. But let's face it here. Everyone's eating when oh, they're driving. Oh, absolutely. Everyone's eating when they're driving. But when you can do it correctly and properly, eating in the car is an art. I have it down to a science. And that little like compartment on the side, that saves the day. When you have fries or you order like an extra value menu item or whatever, you tuck it away in there. Because you still got some space in the center console area for all your mainstays, right? Your drink your and your burger, sandwich, whatever you got. Yeah, I don't know. It's not my thing. Great argument. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, you win. Sweet. No, I just think. I just don't. I like I said. I feel unorganized mm -hmm. with eating in the car, and I my OCD. I like to just like lay stuff. And I. So would you rather then? Would you rather you eat alone in your car? You get to listen to whatever music you you have. You just have some me time for thirty minutes, forty five minutes, or would you rather eat in like a busy lunchroom with fifteen people that you don't really like? I'd rather eat at my desk. Option three. Please. You know I hate when people do that, the Would You Rather game. You know, you're not allowed to add another option, in which case, why would the game Would You Rather even exist? You're right. Would you rather... I'd rather eat Would you rather the... fight a lion or a shark? I'd rather just stay home. <laughs> oh, I'd rather... Neither. I'd rather fight a four-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd totally win that fight. Well, that wasn't an option. It wasn't. I would rather eat in a lunchroom with people that I don't like because then at really? least... Really? Yeah. I love eating in the car. It's like you, you recharge what? your batteries. In the lunchroom, guess what? You just ignore them. I guess, yeah, okay. That's also kind of a jerk move, right? Who cares? Everyone else eating lunch. You got your AirPods in. Just. <laughs> I'm still in listening. the lunchroom. I've got my table. Yeah. Things are organized, and I'm happy. True, true. I just, I don't know. I, I think of my car as like my little office now, like my home office. I take calls in there. <laughs> I take, it sounds, I take meetings in there. No, meetings in your car. That's, that sounds creepy. That sounds like you're sex. Uh, that's, but it's uh, like I don't have any more personal space at home. It's all gone. It's all Moe's now. Um, Basement, man cave? No, it's Moe's cave. 
It's Moe's Cave now. Living room, just toys. Yeah. Even now, my carport. No, it's just all... It's all wagons home and office. everything. So my home office is my car. It sounds more like Den of Sadness, though. I Yeah, well, kind of. And it's covered in lettuce and mayo yeah, and everything like that exactly. now, too. Disgusting! It's, but it's great. It's my little... It's my little oasis. And I, I, I just feel comfortable. I got the butt groove in my seat. I know where all the buttons are. I'm just comfortable in there, right? It's kind of like once I, you close the door, you're kind of like, you can kind of exhale. Ah. I appreciate that. I appreciate the comfort of mm-hmm. your car, but I still don't want to eat it. You can it. listen to what you want. You can make some calls, catch up on stuff. I don't know. I just, I like the car. I like the eating in the car aspect. For road trips, too, there's some people who, like like you, will not eat in the car. Well, no. On a road trip, if I'm with somebody. And you'll bend the rules. And they can pass me the food and yeah. stuff like then it's okay. But not like I'm not gonna go eat my lunch in the car. What if you're on a road trip by yourself? Oh god, that's tough. Are you gonna stop and eat inside, or are you just going? I usually pull over. Don't laugh. Grow Don't... up. Come on. How are you gonna make good time? It's What's the not... point of a road trip if you're not even gonna make good time? It's not always about making good time, Clayton. Actually, that's another thing we talked about on the show this week exactly. too. Was if you have the time, like take a vacation day, and instead of ripping out the travel day in five hours, take like ten. And, and stop at a small town every hour. Let's face it. How long does it take you to pull over and pound back a McDonald's McMuffin? Five minutes. Big deal. Probably takes you longer to take a piss. Who's taking five-minute pisses? Not the call actual the doctor. piss. The call, time it takes to call pull the over, doctor. go in the gas station, yeah. go to the bathroom, possibly wait, wash your hands, come back out. Pulling over, eating a breakfast, just, same time. I just pull a Lloyd Christmas. I just go, man. Well, you've got a penis, so you know what? Thank you. Me, I can pee outside. I Good can. for you. Well, you guys can too if you tried harder. <laughs> it's not great. If you guys really want to, you could. You know what? I mean, that's a whole other subject. Um, if For girls, if you have to pee on the side of the road, yeah. sit on the edge of the car. We could draft that. Best places Super to pee. Super helpful. <laughs> oh, can I draft the toilet as my number one pick? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Please? Nah. Do we want to do a draft? Uh, what time? How long uh, are we? We're at 18 minutes now. You know what? We're good. We'll okay. do a draft tomorrow. Yeah. Or tomorrow. We'll do a draft next, next week. We'll have, a good, we'll have a good topic for a draft, but that was fun. Yeah. We're going to end on that. If you girls have... can try hard enough, they can pee wherever they want. Joke. I mean, that's true, but it's nah. Say that a lot, but a lot of things. It's yeah. true, but nah. nah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it a bunch. Okay. Talk to you next week. Bye.